0: Tuesday, February 28th marks one year since we launched the DSR Daily Brief. We're showing our thanks by providing you with our best sale price ever on membership. From now through March 4th, visit the dsrnetwork.com buy and enter code dailybrief to receive 50% off our regular membership price of $50 per year or $5 per month. Members receive access to bonus content an ad-free listening experience, exclusive blog posts, an invitation to join the DSR Slack community, and more. This is a one-time only offer, so act now. Visit thedsrnetwork.com slash buy and enter code DAILYBRIEF to receive 50% off. Thank you for your support.
1: It’s March 1st, 2023, and this is your DSR Daily Brief. I’m Grant Haver,
0: and I'm Chris Cotnor.
1: Our top stories from international outlets this morning. The BBC is reporting that ruling party candidate, Bola Tunubu has been declared the winner of Nigeria’s disputed presidential election. The 70year-old veteran politician, got 37% of the vote, official results show. His main rival, Atiko Abubaka, polled at 29%, and Labor's Peter Obi, 25%. Their parties had earlier dismissed the poll as a sham and demanded a rerun. In his acceptance speech, Mr. Tenubo called for reconciliation with his opponents, He said that they have every right to challenge the results in court, but said that the lapses in the election were relatively few in number and were immaterial to affect the outcome of this election. President Mohamedou Bihari is stepping down after two terms in office marked by economic stagnation and growing insecurity around the country from an Islamist insurgency in the Northeast to a nationwide crisis of kidnapping for ransom and separatist attacks in the southeast. Mr. Tinubu now has the task of solving these problems, among others, in Africa's most populous nation and biggest oil exporter.
0: Taiwan's Defense Ministry has observed 19 Chinese Air Force combat planes entering the island's air defense zone in the past 24 hours part of what Taipei calls regular harassment by Beijing. Al Jazeera is reporting that Taiwan's defense ministry said earlier this morning that 19 Chinese J-10 fighters had flown into the southwestern corner of the island's Air Defense Identification Zone, or ADIZ, though they remained closer to China's coast than Taiwan's. According to a map, the ministry released of the air incursion. Six other Chinese Air Force planes and three Chinese Navy vessels were also detected operating near Taiwan this morning, but they did not enter Taiwan's ADIZ. Wednesday's incursions were relatively modest by recent standards. During China's National Day weekend in 2021, Beijing dispatched 149 military aircraft southwest of Taiwan in strike group formations.
1: A passenger train carrying hundreds of people collided at high speed with an oncoming freight train in a fiery wreck in northern Greece, killing at least 36 people and injuring some 85 more, officials said earlier this morning, according to Le Monde. Hospital officials in the nearby city of Larissa said at least 25 of those hurt had serious injuries. Multiple cars derailed and at least three burst into flames after the collision near the town of Tempe last night, just before midnight. The possible cause of the collision was not immediately clear. Two rail officials were being questioned by police, but had not been detained.
0: Elsewhere, a Pakistani court on Tuesday issued an arrest warrant for former Prime Minister Imran Khan as the cricket star turned politician called on his supporters to keep up protests amid a roiling political crisis. According to the AP, the court that ordered the former premier's arrest said Khan had skipped a hearing on charges of selling state gifts, selling state gifts, and concealing his assets. The order came on a day of political drama in Pakistan as three other courts on Tuesday ruled Khan was immune from arrest on separate charges relating to allegations of terrorism, attempted murder against a rival politician, and graft. Khan has been leading protests for months now, calling for early elections to oust the current government of Prime Minister Shahbaz Sharif, who says polls will be held later this year when Parliament completes its five-year term. Khan was ousted from the premiership in April through a no-confidence vote by lawmakers. He has accused Sharif of conspiring with the U.S. to oust him from power without providing evidence.
1: George Avella is reporting that Iran has designated two German diplomats as persona non grata and ordered them to leave the country, the Iranian Foreign Ministry said earlier this morning. The two German diplomats are being expelled due to their country's irresponsible interference in Iran's internal and judiciary affairs, according to a ministry spokesperson. The decision came a week after a similar move by the German government. It expelled two employees of the Iranian embassy in Berlin in response to a death sentence handed down to German-Iranian national Jamshid Shomad in Tehran. The 67 year old activist and software developer, who is also a U.S. resident, was convicted of corruption in the Islamic Republic. Sharmad's family and supporters had urged the German government to save his life. Apart from Sharmad, Iran is holding at least another 16 Western citizens, most of which are dual nationals.
0: According to The Guardian, Canada has joined the US and EU in enacting a sweeping ban preventing TikTok from being installed on all government issued mobile devices as Western officials take action over the Chinese owned video sharing app. The EU's executive branch said last week it had temporarily banned TikTok from phones used by employees as a cybersecurity measure. On Tuesday, the European Parliament followed suit banning staff from installing the app on any phone that had access to email or parliamentary networks.
1: Kenya's The Nation reports that unidentified militants have kidnapped 25 young people in Northern Democratic Republic of Congo, an administration official said yesterday during attacks on several villages in the region. Gunmen raided three villages in the early hours of yesterday morning. Details about the attack are hazy, but the administrator said the militants kidnapped 25 people aged between 12 and 18 years old. Seven of those abducted were girls. In a telephone interview, the administrator also explained that the gunmen had released adults they had captured. The north of the Democratic Republic of Congo has been mostly peaceful for years, Suffering little of the militia violence that has plagued the east of the vast nation for decades.
0: In lighter news from the Jerusalem Post, Russian government officials will be banned from using most foreign words when carrying out their duties, according to an amended law on the formal use of Russian that President Vladimir Putin signed on Tuesday. Since launching the invasion of Ukraine a year ago, Putin has said he wants to protect Russia from what he calls a degenerate West that he alleges is trying to destroy the country. When using Russian as the state language of the Russian Federation, it is not allowed to use words and expressions that do not correspond to the norms of modern Russian, with the exception of foreign words which do not have widely used corresponding equivalents in Russian, says the text. A list of foreign-based words that can still be used will be published separately. The amendments do not mention any punishments for those who fail to respect the updated law.
1: That's all the news we have for you today. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so that more people can find the show. If you have a tip, topic, or correction you'd like to flag for us, please email us at podcasts at thedsrnetwork.com. Members of the DSR Network receive an evening newsletter version of the DSR Daily Brief and bonus weekend briefs. Last weekend, we spoke with Angela Stent of Georgetown University about the one-year anniversary of the full-scale invasion of Ukraine. If you aren't a member, go to the DSRnetwork.com and become a member to make sure you never miss any of our analysis. If you want more in-depth discussion of these issues, be sure to follow the links in the show notes to read our sources and tune into our sister podcasts on the DSR Network. Stay safe and stay tuned. So the DSR Daily Brief.